Sister Carolyn Gornikowski, a Benedictine sister of Erie, Pennsylvania, has been a retreat leader and spiritual animator for more than 30 years. Welcome to her conversations and interactive reflections on creation spirituality. May they deepen your love affair with creation and lead you to meet God, self, and others through a new lens. Learn more about the Benedictine Sisters of Erie at eriebenedictines.org. As I begin to unravel this theme of God Speaks in Many Tongues, I offer an insight from the writings of our Benedictine sister, Joan Chittister. Quote, To recognize God in others is to extend the boundaries of the self. Then God and we are not a world to ourselves. We are simply a missing piece in the glories of the universe. Joan's quote was the inspirational message for Thursday, February 24th, in the publication known as The Monastic Way. Do you recognize this publication? If not, go online to www.joanchittister.org. There you will find information about free online subscriptions and other information as well. I've not been disappointed whenever I reflect on today's theme, God Speaks in Many Tongues. You see, diversity is one of my favorite concepts as I grow in maturity and wisdom. But grow is not quite the word I'm looking for. Rather, it is like the evolving of concepts that in my earlier years I struggled to comprehend. For example, the depth of what it means that God speaks in many tongues. There is a part of mystery in that statement. So together, let's take a closer look. Our poet writer, Sister Mary Lou Kanaki, offers a prayer. I bow to the one who signs the cross. I bow to the one who sits with the Buddha. I bow to the one who wails at the wall. I bow to the one who faces Mecca, whose forehead touches holy ground. I bow to dervishes whirling in mystical wind. I bow to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. I bow to the God within each heart. I bow to epiphany, to God's face revealed. I bow, I bow, I bow. I respect Mary Lou's vision as it calls me to be more attentive to my choices, my preferences for whom I pray. Although I know praying is one thing, and maybe 
it's the safe way to go in dealing with diversity. It's comfortable in my bedroom rocker to send out prayers. Little threat of repercussions and animosity happen in this environment. Much more difficult is living with diversity in just about every way. One area is indeed that of religion. To allow religion to divide us is to know little about religion at all, says Sister Joan. So much has changed since 1946 when I became a first grade student in St. Stanislaus Catholic School. What I was taught about my Catholic faith is what I do know. It's a fact that I myself know very little about other religions. Each school day began with the Catholic Mass that had the priest proclaiming all the readings in Polish. With his back to the people, he prayed in the language of our ancestors, and the translation was lost on us. Young minds, young hearts, that failed to understand. Thinking back to those years, I wonder how I was even able to grasp the basic rudiments of a faith that was given to me. I had no choice in the matter, no choice of acceptance. To know then the rudiments of other faith traditions was not possible. Thank God for aging, good teachers, faith-stirring experiences, travel to other countries. Thank God for witnesses to alternate ways of being in relationship with a higher power, a spirit. All of these contributed to my personal faith journey. Slowly, Slowly, I began to welcome the insights of other seekers, like Rabia. I had to ask Siri about that name. She told me it comes from the African concept meaning spring. What a great name! I'm sorry I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Here's the insight from the seeker Rabia. Quote, in my soul, there is a temple, a shrine, a mosque, a church where I kneel. Back to Joan Chittister, who has been on the circuit, as the saying goes, for decades and has traveled endlessly around the world to countries where the people look different, they dressed differently, spoke and acted unlike herself and the country of her birth. Joan participated in the Beijing Conference on Women that brought women from all over the world to consider the role of women in the world. In this year's February Monastic Way, she tells of being at the Global Peace Initiative of women, wherein women Christians, Jews, 
Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, and every variety of each joined together as women, as professional religious figures, to bring women into the peacemaking arenas of the world in order to demonstrate the peace they sought in the religions they followed. I might say their work was of God through the Spirit and rooted in grace, the oneness we all profess as we pray and work to achieve peace, and so many other related works of justice and mercy. To relate one major development that occurred at the Global Peace Initiative of Women, I want to share this good news. Their schedule called for a day of prayer, at which time every denomination, every major religious leader who was present, rose and led the conference in a prayer for peace from her own tradition. It is reported that little by little the women began to join in the prayer. The singing became stronger, the chanting fuller. The calm was deeper when the women became a more integral part of the whole. To quote Joan once again, At that day of prayer, we had listened to one another, to another way of bringing peace. We heard the message of it in another voice, lived in the same cosmic rhythm together, and found there it to be one. At the conference, those women discovered part of the mystery, today's theme, of God speaking in many tongues. How about you? For years, I have posted a saying on my office bulletin board. It boasted, God is too big for any one religion. It's gone from my sight now, only because I moved to the monastery one and one-half years ago and left it at the Peace Center where another occupies that space. Her life and her presence living there is a clear witness of diversity. You see, she is a co-founder of Nuns and Nuns a national movement of seekers. If you Google Katie Gordon and nuns and nuns to expand your understanding and knowledge of another way to be united in the search, the spelling is N-U-N-S and N-O-N-E-S. Of what importance is this diversity? What good is speaking in many tongues? Living in our world as it presently is demands emergence into diversity in all areas, among myriads of people of all colors, creeds, and ideologies. Recently, from the Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis, Minnesota, I beamed 
as I saw the cover of their newsletter called The Catholic Spirit. Beaming right back at me were the beaming faces of two of our newest sisters and our good friend, laywoman Katie Gordon, whom I mentioned earlier in this podcast. As stated in the article, Katie, 30 years of age, grew up Catholic, but spent most of her 20s on a spiritual expedition, focusing less on pinning down the specifics of her beliefs and more on drawing inspiration, meaning, and mystical nourishment from a variety of religious traditions. For the past two years, Katie has lived with the Erie Benedictines in their Pox Priory community, with an intention to remain indefinitely. Their photo on the cover of the Catholic Spirit newsletter began the main article entitled, Monasticism Sees a Renewal as People Seek Meaning in a Rushed World. I recommend this article. Most likely you will find it online. The source, Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Check the newsletter called The Catholic Spirit. It's not new news for those listening as God speaks in many tongues. Tragically, people and countries are not listening As I conclude this podcast, the forces of evil have risen in the form of one country warring against another, attacking innocent children, adults, as well as destroying the earth and all its inhabitants and food supplies. Additional means like cyber warfare and nuclear possibilities frighten me to the core. To see people as the others who are not like us is the start of ill will that can lead subtly and or overtly to such violence and war. God speaks in many tongues. The rule of Benedict's opening statement is, Listen with the ear of your heart. Sister Carolyn on Creation Spirituality is brought to you by the Benedictine Sisters of Erie. Visit eriebenedictines.org to learn more about the impact of Benedictine spirituality in our world and to offer your financial support that helps make our outreach possible.